Hello, and welcome to the Mesh Young Adult Ministry Podcast. Today, we will be looking at how to effectively lead a team. Now to our host, Donovan Hall. I wanted to speak to you guys today from, a, from so many different places. And I want to speak to you guys from a, a team perspective, a serving perspective, or even a, a, a person from the outside looking in perspective. Uh, but I won't do that. I want to speak to you guys today on leadership because each one of you guys in the room, you're a leader of some something, whether it's, you know, this young adults team, whether it's your family, whether it's your work teams, um, and so on and so forth. And your ability to, uh, to lead your team effectively can be the difference between the vision or the goal being accomplished or not. Question I want to ask us right now, and this is just kind of way just out there, is do you guys know what the difference is between a thermometer and a thermostat? That just kind of came from just like totally like a left field, didn't it? <laughs> you guys know, any, anybody know the difference between a thermometer and, and, a, uh, and a thermostat? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. Good, very good, very good. Did you have something else? Somebody just saying something on this side. Dorito, did you have something else? Okay, all right. Sydney, were you gonna say something? Same thing, same thing. Basically, a, a thermometer just basically just kind of reads the temperature in the room. If it's hot in the room, it tells you it's hot in the room. If it's cold in the room, it tells you what? It's cold. So a thermometer tells you the, the temperature in the room. That's, that's just basically it. A thermostat regulates the temperature. It helps control the temperature in the room by making small adjustments to the heat or, or cool the room. If it gets too cold in the room, the thermostat actually adjusts the temperature and warms it up. If it's cold in the room, or if it's too, excuse me, if it's too hot in the room, the thermostat adjusts and it cools it down. It's, it's all a matter of what temperature you want to set. So in regards to leadership, thermometer leaders react to their surroundings. When, when the tension gets high and people are on edge, these leaders are often seen losing their cool. They can become irritable, harsh, demanding, critical, impatient, and maybe even lose their temper, and maybe begin to yell or cuss. Thermometer leadership doesn't inspire that trust and that commitment that most people need and seek after. It can actually erode it. Then there is the thermostat leader. Thermostat leaders, however, constantly have a pulse on the morale, the productivity, and the stress level, and the environmental conditions of their team. When the temperature gets too hot, because the team is under pressure of a heavy workload or resources may be scarce or pending deadlines are causing stress, they cool things off by acting as the calming influence with their team. They take time to listen to the concerns of their team members and provide the necessary direction and support that's needed to help the team achieve its goal. Thermostat leaders also alleviate pressure on their, on their teams by mixing in some lighthearted fun at opportune times. I've had a lot of 
of these different leaders in my life. One of the people that comes to mind uh, is my dad. And my dad was like the quintessential thermometer leader. You can always tell when he got frustrated because he started talking really, really fast and he started cussing. And, and before you know it, you'd be having a conversation with him. And next thing you know, you, you're asking the question, did I just get cussed out? And so, so I, I, I've had that, but then I've also had, you know, the other side of that. There's this guy by the name of, of Cedric Hayes who took me under his wing, taught me, you know, different, different aspects of leadership, taught me how to become a man and taught me how to be a good husband and a good father. And, you know, all these different things, he took, he took time to, to actually teach me these things. And so, you know, the, the thing that, that I want us to, to kind of think about here today, and I'm going to ask you guys this question. I want you to kind of talk about this at your tables here real quick, is out of these two leaders, thermometer or thermostat, which are you? And I don't want you to just only answer that question, but I also want you to, to, to ask yourself this question as well. What do I need to change? But then take it a little further and ask this question at your table as well. What is it? that I am needing to actually do to actually become better. So take a few minutes, guys, and I know I've given you guys a lot to kind of, you know, talk about and discuss at your table. So take a few minutes to do that, and I can't wait to hear what you guys uh, came up with. Are you a thermometer or a thermostat leader? Take about another 30 seconds, guys. This is why I love this group, man, because you guys actually talk to each other. 
That's one of the things I've noticed, especially the last few weeks in here, is that there are some great chatters that are taking place. So, so what did you guys come up with? I'm, 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 I'm you know, excited to hear some of these. What did y'all come up with? Who's the cussers? Who are the cussers? Who are the cussers? For some reason, for some reason, I, I, I just, I knew. I just. <laughs> I'm, not, hey, I'm not judging, but for some reason, I, I, we were right there, brother. We were right there. So, so what, what do we come up with, guys? What do we come up with? What do we talk about? Some of the things we talk about. Good. Good. I like that. I like that as well. One thing I've learned is how to pray. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. She did have her hand up, D, so I got to get to it. Good, good. Go ahead, D. One thing I've learned is that whenever you react to a situation with your emotions, like when your thermometer reads it, it doesn't only affect you, but it also affects the people you're leading. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a tight spot in the night and you're texting me, the live feed goes down, and I react emotionally and I get mad or stressed out and I'm visibly stressed out, that's going to put that's gonna put stress on the entire team as well. It doesn't yeah. matter what position you're in. You have like that kind of road. Yeah, good. Good, Carly. You, you just talked in another place in the sense that most or when you're put in situations that are tense, your thermometer is going too high and bringing it back down and calming it down. But when it's too cool in the room and you actually need to get people motivated or you need to get people excited about what they're doing or you just need to like I don't know make it more fun, struggle a little bit with that side of the fence. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's really good. What else, guys? What else? I, I, th I think we got a little bit little time for a couple I, more. I think the uh, how to read a thermometer before you get on the phone. Um, oh, that's good, man. That's ooh, that's good. Explain that, please. Um, if if I'm a thermostat reader, I've always been that way. When I get actively involved, if I haven't been one that's watching and just learning about the group that I'm leading, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't be involved if, if I don't know what I'm doing or what I'm supposed to be there for. That's why you have to be a thermometer. You kind of learn your area before you take it on. Okay. Okay. Good, good. That's really good, man. I knew you guys had the chatter going on, man. So I just want to give you guys just a few, uh, uh, just a, a few things to kind of think about, you know, as you as you kind of get into that particular place in, in your leadership journey. Uh, first thing is this, guys, is as a leader, it's our responsibility to have the pulse of our teams, to know the strengths and the weaknesses, and as best as we possibly can, put our teams in the best position to succeed. 
No leader ever looks good when their teams are failing. Agreed? Look, it kind of looks bad on your leadership when your team's always coming in last place or not doing what it is that the goal is. Your team is a direct reflection of your leadership. Julius Big Jew Campbell, if you ever saw the movie Remember the Titans, the whole locker room scene and, and they're kind of, you know, coming out and the game's over and there's a, a, a buddy on the team that's actually getting ready to, to uh, you know, be kicked off the team, so on and so forth. And Big Jew says this to the captain. He says, attitude reflects leadership. If you want your team to excel, excel as their leader. Okay? If you want your team to excel, excel as their leader. Give them everything you got. Okay? Another point is this, is don't allow the pressure to reach the vision or the goal to cause you to mistreat or undervalue your team. The scriptures tell us this, guys, whatever your desire, whatever you desire that others would do to and for you, even so do to also and for them. For this sums up the law and the prophets. That's Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, and that's an, a classic amplified version with all the brackets and everything that goes with that. And so it's in these pressure-packed times that our teams need us the most, it seems. So this is the great, a great time to reassure your team that you're an ally and not an adversary, that you're going to do this together, and that they were built for such a time as this. It is your job as the leader to instill that confidence into your team, okay? Instill that confidence into your team. And, and, and I know it's so easy to harp on weaknesses and, oh, you know, Anthony's the weak link of the team, you know, blase, blase. But that's also a time to say, hey, Anthony, you got this. And I'm going to be right here with you the whole way. Instill the confidence. Speak proudly of your team. Let your team know you're proud of them. Let your team know that they're working hard. Sometimes, even when they're slacking and they're not doing so well, that'll kind of inspire them to kind of perk up. And say, okay, you know what? I really ain't been doing that good. So was he, was he really saying that to be sarcastic? Or, you know, is he, is he really trying to pump me up here? And so instill the confidence. Let him know that, hey, guys, you're made for this. You're built for this. And the last thing is this, guys, as far as that, that point. Care more than just about the work of your team. Somebody spoke to that earlier. Check on them. Make sure they're in a good place. Find out maybe something that you didn't previously know about them. I know the last few weeks we've been talking about reaching people for the kingdom. And I think that's just a really great way to do that, especially if you're leading a team that are not believers. Always show Jesus. And so it's, it's so easy to go in and just drive people hard about the work, about the vision, about the goal. It can always be about the vision, about the work, it's about the goal. And you don't necessarily really care about the people that you're actually working with. As a leader, I also think that it's your job as well to not just lead, you know, so to speak, by word. Pour into them. Pour into your people. If you see somebody that's struggling, take out the time to pour into them. Cedric Hayes saw a kid who he thought could really, really, you know, become something. I wasn't that at the time. So he took me on his wing and started to just pour into me. Things that I didn't know, he just started to pour into me. And 
I'd like to think that my wife and, and kids think I do a pretty good job of leading. Now, they probably will tell you something else. <laughs> but in my mind, I think I'm a good leader for them, uh, especially, especially my girls. They probably will say something totally, completely different than that. <laughs> um, but it's all because of the seeds that were planted inside of me. And so guess what, guys? You have the power, the capacity to do the same exact thing. So in whatever, whatever place you lead in, pour into them pour into them. And I just want to give you guys a couple of scripture references to kind of help you on your journey. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse one, it says, follow me as I follow Christ. Pretty self-explanatory. And then one of my favorites, guys, is this one. First Timothy chapter four, verses 12 through 16. I'm not going to read that in its, in its entirety to you, but I, I want to read some of it to you. Don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Pour into your people. Lead through your example, encourage, mentor, challenge, and be about developing other leaders. You are extremely, even more important than what you think you are. Leaders. Everybody say this with me and I'm done. I am a leader. Whether I'm, Whether I'm recognized or not, or not. I, am I am somebody's leader. So I'm going to start to act like it. So to act like it. God bless you guys, man. <laughs>